Hi everyone, my name is Johnny McCormick, and you're listening to Spoke. As you might already be aware, we're doing things a little bit differently this week. I don't have any guest joining me, it's just going to be me talking the whole time. I thought a nice way to close out season one might be to share a little bit more about myself. I've been contacted a few times throughout season one, and I recently ran a few open questions on Instagram. And the questions that I cover in this podcast are from you, the the audience. Thanks to all of you who have submitted questions. Hopefully you enjoy this episode. So without further ado, let's get into conversation with myself. One of the very first questions and one of the most common questions that I've got throughout this season is what are some of your favourite podcasts? So I want to give a little bit of a disclaimer here. I listen to a lot of podcasts. As someone who um, works from home, I often have something on in the background just to make me feel a little bit less alone. Anytime I'm traveling, you can guarantee that what I'm listening to is back-to-back podcasts. Anytime I'm in the car, I'm normally listening to a podcast. Very rarely does a day go by where I don't listen to at least part of a podcast in some way, shape, or form. So I'm going to go through um, a couple of my favorites here. One of my uh, for sure favourites is the West Wing Weekly. Anyone who knows me knows I am an absolutely huge West Wing fan. I'm a bit of a political nerd all round, but the West Wing is definitely one of the greatest TV shows of all time. And the West Wing Weekly essentially takes a week-by-week, episode-by-episode walkthrough of the West Wing. And it's hosted by Rishikesh Hirway, who is just a massive self-confessed fan of the West Wing, and Joshua Molina, who plays Will Bailey and um, enters the show after the first couple of seasons. So they are absolutely great. They have some incredible guests on from the cast, the producers, the writing staff, people who have worked behind the scenes in the West Wing, and they have just some incredible conversations about the TV show. So that is for sure one of my favourites, The West Wing Weekly. Another is a local podcast. It's The Best of Belfast by Matthew Thompson. Um, You may recognise that name. Matthew was a guest during season one. I believe he was in episode three, maybe. Um, So we had Matthew on talking about how he decided to jump into the world of podcasting, how he has found running a massive Instagram account, The Best of Belfast. And what I really like about Matthew's podcast is is that he just takes time to talk with some real local legends. So if you're from Belfast or Northern Ireland, um, I would highly recommend it. Another one that I'm sure won't be um, new to a lot of you is The Tim Ferriss Show. So I must admit that I don't listen to absolutely every episode of Tim Ferriss, but the ones that I do choose to listen to, I always enjoy. Another podcast I really like is uh, 99% Invisible. So it's hosted by Roman Mars and 99% Invisible essentially looks at subjects that may fly under the radar or things that you may forget about. So for example, he does a couple of episodes on flag design and how um, countries, places, states, cities go about getting their flags designed and um, the process that goes that goes into that. So it covers a whole host of random subjects. 
Um, the final two are um, Lead to Win by Michael Hyatt. So it's a business podcast, a leadership podcast, I suppose. And it talks about how to become a more effective leader. And the final one is The Monocle Weekly. So The Monocle is a magazine publication that I subscribe to and receive every month. The Monocle Weekly is one of the shows that they do as part of their radio station. And it is essentially a weekly look back at the week that's just happened. So what's happened in the news, what's happened in business, what's happened in culture and a look forward for the week ahead. So I typically listen to that every Sunday and really enjoy it. The next question is, what is your favourite book? And I must admit, I'm always a little bit rubbish at answering this question because of the amount that I suffer from recency bias. So I just tend to recommend or say the books that I've read most recently that I enjoyed. However, there is one book that I'd consider to be my all-time favourite, if you like, and that is To Kill a Mockingbird. It's a book I read for the first time whilst I was at school, and in some senses I was forced to read it, but I now read it um, probably once a year or once every couple of years, and I just think the way that the author, Harper Lee, was able to capture such a dramatic time in the history of the South in America through the eyes of a young kid growing up is just incredible. It covers um, all sorts of things that you might expect from Um, A book that's written from the perspective of a young kid, so things like going to school for the first time, growing up in a really small town, unusual neighbours, and all the sorts of myths and legends that you create as a kid. But it also deals with um, racial prejudice, the justice system, and this idea of escapism. I'm sure that you've read it before, but if not, it's a really, really incredible book, and I'd strongly recommend it. Along with that, I'd say that Life of Pi is probably another of my favourite books. Um, It's the story of how a family, and um, actually just one person in a family in some senses, makes the journey from India to Canada, and a whole story unfolds along the way. And yeah, it's kind of a, a difficult book to describe, but it's a really, really fascinating read. And the movie, um, which came out a few years ago, is just beautiful, a real cinematic wonder. So if you get the chance to see that, I'd strongly recommend it. Those books don't really have anything in common, apart from the fact that they are just incredible stories. Uh, more recently, some books that I've enjoyed are The Retreat of Western Liberalism by Edward Luce, or Edward Luce, I'm not entirely sure how to say that. Um, it focuses on this idea of the weakening of Western civilization. So it speaks about how things like Brexit or the election of Trump aren't causes of the weakening of liberal democracy, but rather symptoms of it. Um, Another is Hillary Clinton's What Happened. So it's a book that's obviously about the election that Hillary lost. So she obviously has a pretty specific point of view and it's not something that you may necessarily agree with, but it's an interesting read nonetheless. At the moment, I'm reading a super fascinating book about Galileo's life. So if you're interested in biographies of historic figures, I think you'd find that a super enjoyable read. The next question is, what do you do for a job? 
and kind of get why I am being asked this question. I don't think it's something that I've ever mentioned on the podcast before. So I actually work as a management consultant specializing in people and organization issues. So that covers things like helping businesses or organizations understand how to deliver change programs better. So for example, if they've acquired a company, I'll help them think about how they go about integrating those two companies, or I might spend some time thinking about how a company can change their organizational structure to become more effective. And up until last year, I worked for a global consulting company, so spent a lot of my time on the road um, traveling to client sites and working from their offices um, hand in hand with their people. But now for the past year, I've been working on my own business, Rosso. So um, Rosso, you can check us out and find out what we're all about at our website. It's www.rosso, that's R-O-S-S-E-A-U dot co. Um, and the question that most people will follow up with is, what is Rosso? Um, suppose there's a little bit of a story here. Rosso is a town or a township or I suppose sort of like a little bit of a village in Canada. It's where I worked every summer for a number of years. I worked at a summer camp called Muskoka Woods. And I suppose I feel like I really had some of my most formative moments or um, learned a lot about myself, learned a lot about leadership and um, how I bring the, the sort of things that I have to offer to the world in the best way possible. So I think for me, um, naming my company after that place was just a real um, hearkening back to something that's really uh, was a really special time in my life. So yeah, that's um, what I do for a job and why my company is called Rosso. The next question is, why did you start the podcast? There are two primary reasons that I started Spoke. The first is I wanted a good excuse to sit down and have conversations with people who are doing really interesting and important things to see what I could learn from them and what I could share with others um, that might be useful. And the second is that I really just wanted to learn a new skill. So as you might have gathered, I'm a big consumer of podcasts and it's something that's really been on my mind for a while. So I just decided to take the plunge and go for it. Most of the feedback so far has been really positive. I know I've learned loads and I've had some amazingly insightful conversations with really incredible people. So I think it's been a really great experience all round. And I'm actually kind of sad that season one is coming to an end, but I'm really, really excited already to launch season two. We've got four interviews already lined up over the next couple of weeks. So they're going to be um, recorded over the next couple of weeks. And I'm really, really excited to begin introducing some of the guests that we've got lined up for season two. This next question is a really tough one. So it's, if you could interview anyone dead or alive, who would it be? It's a really, really incredible question. And again, there are so many people that spring immediately to mind. So people like Sheryl Sandberg, the CEO of Facebook, and one of the most influential business leaders in the world. Another is Mohamed Yunus, who is a Nobel Peace Prize winning social entrepreneur who created a socially focused bank 
that provided microloans and microfinance to people who were either too poor or too marginalised or both to obtain traditional credit. And what that allowed them to do was initially to lift themselves out of abject poverty, but also to start businesses to, um, I suppose, give themselves a more sustainable life and help others do the same. However, I think if I had to choose just one person at the moment, it would be the former president, Jimmy Carter. So President Carter has lived his post-White House life very differently than most other modern presidents, if you like. So he has issued these opportunities to gather extravagant wealth. So he's lived in the same town and the same house that he lived in prior to going into the White House. Um, he has remained wholly committed to human rights and justice before, during and after his presidency. And I think especially given who we have in the White House at the moment and the fact that, you know, a presidential race is costing literally billions of dollars. I think someone who chooses the opposite of extravagance has something interesting to teach us all. So the person that I would choose at the minute is President Jimmy Carter. The next question, which is, I feel like a little bit of an unfair question, is what has your favourite podcast been so far? So I, I kind of feel like that's a little bit like asking someone to choose their favourite child. So I'm not going to choose a favourite podcast so far. I'm just really, really appreciative that all the guests who have appeared on season one have taken the time to appear in the podcast, that they've come on and spoken passionately about things that they can to be important and worth sharing with others. However, one thing that I will let slip is that I've been really surprised several times along the way um, during season one. So, for example, the interview that I did with Jess Jans um, on Dinner with Strangers is the second most downloaded podcast of the series. So I find that really interesting and in some senses surprising because when you compare that to the following that some of my other guests have, I think it's pretty remarkable that someone who's doing something hyper-local like Jess is the second most popular in terms of downloads. So she doesn't have you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of social media followers. But I think um, the reason her podcast has been the second most popular is that she just had a really interesting subject to speak about. And she came on and spoke about it with such passion and clarity that I think it really resonated with the audience. So that's something that I've been really surprised by, is that the episodes that maybe by traditional measures shouldn't be doing as well as they are, are really rocking it. So um, yet yeah, no particular favourite podcast, but just been surprised at the reception that each podcast individually has received. Are you making any money from the podcast is the next question. So this is a really easy one to answer. Uh, no, I'm not making any money whatsoever. In fact, I'm spending money on the podcast. I don't have any plans to monetize the podcast at the moment either. I'm just kind of enjoying the process at the moment. I'm still learning lots as I'm going. I'm really, really enjoying the process of sitting down with our guests, having a really 
interesting, frank, open, authentic conversation, and then being able to share that with you. Um, so I really hope you're listening as much or you're enjoying listening along as much as I'm enjoying producing the podcasts. One thing that I do think is worth mentioning is the amount of work that goes into each episode of the podcast. I think this is something that I, um, as a serial optimist, probably completely underestimated going into it. I was kind of thinking, you know, you get on the phone with someone or you sit down face to face with someone, you shoot the podcast and then you launch it. Um, you know, I wasn't so naive as to think that's it. But largely speaking, I thought, you know, there was a little bit of tinkering around the edges. But actually what I'm finding is that I'm probably spending somewhere between five and seven hours per episode. So that includes everything from um, prepping and doing a little bit of research in advance uh, shooting the podcast, post-production, so doing all the editing of each of the episodes and putting them together, and then launching. Yeah, so I find that um, to be really surprising. The next question that's kind of related to that one is, what is next for the podcast? And again, this is a reasonably short answer, um, and that's to say that I don't know. So this is the final episode of season one. Like I've already mentioned, I've got some great guests lined up for season two. I'm really, really excited about sharing um, those episodes with you. One of the guests that we've got coming on is a magazine editor. So really excited to have a conversation with them about the state of the publishing industry, about their magazine in specific, and um, how they went about launching a magazine, I suppose. And another guest is a non-traditional venture venture capitalist. So what I mean by that is that their venture capital firm doesn't operate in the conventional way that most other firms um, or VC firms that you that you might be aware of operate. So really, really excited to share um, those episodes and the others that we've already got lined up for season two. I think season two um, is going to be just as interesting as season one. So I think our guests are going to have some super interesting things to share. Season two is probably going to launch a little bit later this year. So um, I would like to have a good bank of season two in the back pocket before launching. It can get a little bit stressful whenever you're doing the record edit launch all in the same week. So I'd like to try and avoid that as much as possible with season two. The final question, and it's an easy one to end with, is what's your favourite TV show? So my all-time favourite is The West Wing. I don't think anyone's going to be particularly surprised by that, especially given that my favourite podcast is The West Wing Weekly. So The West Wing is just the sort of show that I could watch all the way through and immediately start it again. I absolutely love it. Um, I think the characters are incredible. The writing is some of the best available on television. I think the production is incredible. Yeah, just all round, it's an, it's an absolutely brilliant TV show. It's one that can still um, move me to tears or have me belly laughing. Uh, yeah, so would highly recommend anyone who hasn't watched The West Wing, please do so. It is just such a fabulous story. And if you get the chance, you know, vote Bartlett. Um, something that's a little bit more lighthearted or not as thinky as The West Wing would be the American version of The Office. That's probably my second favourite TV show of all time, the American version of The Office. Just something to throw on in the background, something you don't have to think about, gives you a laugh a minute. Um, yeah, absolutely incredible. 
So that's everything. A really short episode this time, but I thought it would just be um, yeah, a nice way to finish out season one is to let you hear a little bit more about me, a little bit more, um, I suppose, behind the scenes of the podcast. So I just want to say an absolutely massive thank you to anyone who has listened to any episodes at all during season one. I personally came into this with no real expectations whatsoever. Um, I was kind of doing it mostly for myself with the hopes that I would um, you know, have some interesting conversations, learn something along the way about podcasting, and maybe that a few people would listen to it. I've really been incredibly blown away by um, some of the people that have gotten in touch to say they're enjoying things. It's reconnected me with friends that I may have lost touch with a few years ago. Um, so it's just been an incredible journey for me so far. And I'm taking lots of that learning into season two. So one thing I want to say is that we'll be back very soon with some insights on season two. I really appreciate you listening along and everything that you've done um, for helping make season one the success that it is. As I've asked before, please subscribe to the show. That that way you'll know as soon as season two launches. And if you haven't done so already, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It is absolutely super helpful. Um, I really, really appreciate each and every person that's that's gone and done that. Additionally, follow us on Instagram at Spoke Podcast. That's the best way to keep up to date with season two developments, guests, launch dates, all that sort of information. So until the next time, thanks for listening.